Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Yay. I like this beat. I like this. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, y'all. All right, welcome everybody. Welcome everybody to the Riddle Sports Show. I want to thank her for her new song, her new single that's out, I Can't Breathe. You know, shout out to the Black Lives Matter movement out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to the Black Lives Matter movement out there. Welcome everybody to the Riddle Sports Show. I'm your host, Mark, aka the Bat. This is DJ Curry. Yeah. What y'all up? know how we do this. Y'all know how we get down on the Riddle Sports Show tonight, y'all. You know, um, that was a fabulous song, wasn't it? Wasn't it a beautiful song? Yes, it is. When I very, heard very it, good. when I heard it, I was like, yeah, I got to share this. Mm-hmm. Such a talented song. Such a very, very talented song. It's like one of them songs that get you moving and grooving, but it also tells a storyline while you groove into the song beat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's a very powerful message out there. Very, very powerful message. So you heard it. You heard it first on the Real Sports Show. If you like the song, go out there, you know, go on your Apple Music, download it. Wherever you get your music from, go download it. Yeah, go do that. Go download that song. That song is right there. It's called I Can't Breathe by Her. That's H dot E dot R. Her, for those that don't know about it. But anyways, y'all, we're going to get right into these topics today, everybody. You know how we do it on the show. Um, So our first topic of the hour is... That's our little drum roll right there. Um, Dak Prescott versus Andy Dalton mm-hmm. in the quarterback position that is now highly... Scout, I mean, it's gonna be it's putting a spotlight in Dallas right now because nobody knows where Dallas what direction Dallas may go into. And with Dallas just signing Dak Prescott to a which is a I think it's 34 million dollars. Yep, he signed his franchise tender for 31 34.1 million dollars. Exactly. Today. I mean, not today. Um, I think this it's this past week he signed a 10-year. For $34.1 million for the franchise tag from the Dallas Cowboys. Monday. Yeah, Monday. And you also got Andy Dalton on this team. Andy Dalton signed a two-year tender, I believe it was. You know, regardless how much money he got from the deal, but he still got a two-year tender, I believe. So, um, DJ, I'm going to let you go ahead and take that one. I'm going to let you take the first half of this one. Okay, so let's address Cowboy Nation, shall we? Let's do it. So now, you have a 
quarterback in Dak Prescott, who is an exceptional talent. I'm not going to take that away from him. He's an exceptional talent. But he is a greedy quarterback. He wants to get paid over $100 million in guarantees. Yeah. Now, let's see. If we really sit and look and map this out, what did you do to earn over 100 million guarantees? I don't see no Super Bowl wins. No. You only have one playoff win out of your record. You're one and two in the playoffs, which is not good at all. Right. You're basically you're basically on Tony Romo status. Pretty so good. I mean, what makes you think you deserve a over 100 million dollars in guarantees? This past season was the best season you had since you've been in Dallas. You set Facts. career. You set you set a career high in passing yards with almost forty five hundred passing yards. So, bad. what makes you really think that you deserve over a hundred million dollars in guarantees? Well, your, your play on the field doesn't show that. I'm sorry, it don't. Now mm-hmm. that's my take on Dak. Okay. Okay. Well, let me get now, a little action on that. Well, let me get a little oh, come action on that. Come on, come on, come on in, come on let me in. Get a little action on that before we get to Andy Dalton. My <laughs> uncle Elroy said, "Come on in." I'm I'm coming on in with this. One. I'm gonna come on in with this one. See what well, the thing about Dak Prescott is is this though. Even though he doesn't deserve the money, he really doesn't deserve you know because of his actions on. I mean, his play on the field is really some somewhat suspect on the field though. You know, he can get the ball downfield a little bit. He can still maneuver in the pocket a little bit, though. He can scramble out for some yards, get you out there. You know, do he can last year, like you said, last season was his best season that he had in Dallas. And he tried to show you that he was worth the money. But that's not going forward. And you haven't been hurt. You haven't been injured at all, period. So you're basically following the Kirk Cousins path. Haven't been hurt. Um, you haven't done uh you you haven't got hurt. You only took your team to three playoff runs. You won one game in the playoffs, and that was it. One or two games, I believe it was. One or two in the playoffs. Um, You've gotten this team over a hurdle in the playoffs. Um, But, see, it's not about just the – it's not about just his play on the field. If Dak Prescott, being a black quarterback and half-white quarterback, I should add, you know, he is trying to set the market high for going forward. And by him trying to set this market high going forward with the amount of money that he doesn't really deserve because you didn't really need to pay Zeke that much money anyway for him to come back on your team, though. But y'all was willing to give him that much money anyway. Because um, if it's off the field troubles, when it comes to a quarterback like Dak Prescott, He's just trying to set the market high. And the Dallas Cowboys aren't trying to budge on trying to set that market high on a quarterback. Now, I agree with you on the factor of that his play doesn't deserve the $100 million guaranteed. His play doesn't deserve $200 million of any kind of money. $200 million doesn't deserve that. And, and, you know, it's just one of the things where you got to wait and see kind of game. Is anybody going to really sign Dak Prescott right now to a $100 million guaranteed contract money right now in this quarterback world I'm right a, now? I'm going to be honest with you. And and every, and every people know this. 
in the NFL, in order for you to get the big money, you have to perform. So you have to perform, but not only perform during the season, but you really need to perform when it comes playoff time and get to the Super Bowl. That's how you get the money. Look at right. look at um Jared Goff. He took his team to the Super Bowl, and then he get rewarded with the what four year, hundred and eight million dollar contract extension. Correct. Okay, he got rewarded for that. Now, let's now let's take it this route. Now you have Patrick Mahomes, who just took his team to Super Bowl and won. He's about to get broke off and set the market. He's about to be the newest, highest paid quarterback. Now, I'm trying to figure out why would you, as a Cowboy Nation, sit there and try to pay Dak Prescott all his money? He hasn't done anything. Now, if you want to pay somebody that type of money, Pat Pat Mahomes is the person you need to pay. But see, they don't want to see the thing about that is, is though, and I, and I really, really want to just say this, though. See, once Patrick Mahomes get paid and gets the market set higher on a level that nobody expects him to, nobody expects or exceeds the expectation of the levels that he about to get paid with. You know what I mean? Because then people like then quarterbacks like Lamar Jackson is going to get paid. Then people like you know not, Dak Prescott, even not Dak necessarily. Prescott, it, it, Lamar Jackson now, is going to get paid. I'm gonna be honest. He's going to get paid money. I'm gonna be honest with you. It's one person that should have not gotten paid the money he got paid. Who was that? Carson Wentz. He should have never got paid the money he got paid. He didn't perform or do anything either. But the Eagles gave him this money. See, what they talking about with Carson Wentz when he got paid. Is because they want to, and they're investing in a long term. Okay, I get that, but he's not a long. That's not how you do that. This man stays hurt. Yes, he does. Not to not to compare him with Alex Smith, but Alex Smith had a leg injury. Okay, I get it, but we're paying Alex Smith like twenty plus million this upcoming season. Yes, we are. He's not going to be playing. That is facts. But you pay this, you pay Carson Wentz this type of money, and he was hurt last season. What makes you think he's not going to get hurt again this season? That is true. But see, the thing about it is, but the you, market, uh, you, but, I, I get the market, but at the same time, what foundation does Carson Wentz really have in Philly for him to even get that money? You don't see there. See what they're trying to do in Philadelphia is, is this. Like I said, they're trying to uh, – they're investing – see, see the thing about – the two differences between Dallas and and and, and the Philadelphia Eagles is, is that they want Carson Wentz for long. So they're going to do whatever they can do to invest in this man for a long period of time okay. frame and give him whatever he needs. See, in okay. that situation, though, is, is that you don't want – you really don't want Dak here for a long period of time frame because as we can see as history shows us Dak was never their first choice they were just drafting him to be a backup quarterback to Tony Romo just in case Tony Romo went down which Tony Romo did go down and Dak just assumed the roles Tony Romo semi-retired from football and which he's really done with football though because he's making more money doing press conferences I mean doing the press box than he is on the field. But they were willing to pay Tony Romo the big bucks. On the okay. Field. So now, let me throw this little nugget in. Now okay. you say 
they was giving Carson Wentz his money because they want to show him that they're investing in him, right? Right. If that's the case, why'd you go slap him in the face and draft Jalen Hurts? Because they don't know if Dak wants to see. No, this is, no this, is, this is the Eagles. You go draft Jalen Hurts in this past draft. Now, if they were really investing in Carson Wentz, would you really go draft another quarterback? No. But they did. They drafted Jalen Hurts. So what does that tell you? That's putting a target on Carson Wentz back. Now he has to look over his shoulders because Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback. We've seen mm-hmm. it between Alabama and Oklahoma. He was a great quarterback. Now, you put him in the system with Doug Peterson's system. Now, mm-hmm. he kind of reminds you of Vic in a sense. He can run. He can throw. Yes. All that. So now you got a competition now between Carson Wentz, right? Jalen Hurts, and right. I believe they still. I believe they still have Nate Sudfield. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I think they got rid of Nate Sudfield. Don't, don't, but that, okay, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. But you, they drafted Jalen Hurts, so that should tell you something. Just like in Dallas, with them signing Andy Dalton, that's letting Dak know. Okay, look. You are you are a great quarterback, but don't get it twisted. We have other quarterbacks on the team that can get it done just like you can, which is why they bring in Andy Dalton. Because they're basically saying if I, if I was losing with, with you, if I lose with you, I can lose without you. If I can win with you, I can win without you. And the real reason why that is is, though, because of the fact of the matter is that um, – you know, Dak wants this contract and he wants a major he wants a major deal in the league. He wants a major deal that's gonna set the market higher for other quarterbacks that comes after him. And if he sets this market here in Dallas, if he fights for this contract in Dallas right now, let's say he gets his money. That means that the next quarterback, which is Patrick Mahomes, who just came off his uh his "Quote unquote best season ever after winning this Super Bowl, no. you know what I mean? He's going to get major. He's going to get more money to be up. On, to be honest, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say his best season. His best season was when he threw for over five thousand yards, fifty touchdowns. That was his best season. But he followed yeah. it up with another season that was just as great as that one. But the only bonus is he won the Super Bowl this time, right? But what I'm saying is, is though, is this." What they're gonna do is what what they're what they're gonna do is if Dak gets this contract and this money, he's paving the way for all of the people that are coming up after him, like the Patrick Mahomes, the Lamar Jacksons. And when Lamar Jackson gets but his contract I'm t- deal after Patrick Mahomes gets his money, Lamar I'm Jackson you. will ask for the top dollar. I'm telling you. Patrick Mahomes will be the highest paid quarterback. I'm telling you. And he has every right to be the highest paid quarterback. He has the stats. He got the Super Bowl. So but he has. Was he, was, what, was he better than Lamar Jackson this year? Really? Let's really be honest with that. Yes, was he, he was. Re- even uh-huh. though, even, even, he was better. Even though Lamar got the MVP or whatever, he did have a better season than Lamar Jackson. Let, let's not get it twisted. Lamar Jackson beat all top quarterbacks this year. This he, beat all, he beat all top quarterbacks, right? Yes, he did. Okay, but why they then asking me this? Why he couldn't beat one of the quarterbacks that used to be on top 
but he had to get a second chance. Why he couldn't beat him in the, when the time when it mattered, which was the playoffs. He couldn't beat the Tennessee Titans. What was up with that? That's because there was an X factor in that. Nah. That was because nah. there was an X Nah. <laughs> that was because I don't understand. I don't understand. You can go throughout the season and you whoop many a wanna excuse my French, but you whoop many a ass during the season. But when you yeah. get to when it really counts and you play against the Titans and you lose, not by a little, you lost by a lot. That is factually true. Like, come on now. But are you really gonna tell me Lamar Jackson gonna get a real high pay thing? Nah, Lamar gotta win some playoff games. Lamar gotta win a Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what. That's what. A lot of people don't understand that in the NFL. In order for quarterbacks or whoever get paid that money, you have to perform in the postseason. That's where you get your money. Only person that don't that count is. for is Tom Brady because Tom Brady kept giving the team the discount because he wanted to keep the team because <laughs> he wanted to keep the team together. <laughs> he now, was a team player. He was a team man. He was, he was a team, team player, but he missed out on a lot of money. I'm yeah, telling you that yeah. now. He yeah, missed he out did. on a lot of money because Tom but Brady. He made that, you got but, six Super Bowls. You should have been about his contract. He should have had about at least five hundred million by now. Pretty much though, but he made that money up in endorsements. Nah. Even the amount, no matter amount of endorsements can can prove me to prove me anything, he should have. I, honestly, I I commend him for taking the discount and you know keeping the team together because they won some Super Bowls. But he really missed out on a lot of cash. A lot but that of was cash. that was that was still Bill Belichick's fault, though. That was still Bill Belichick's fault. But all right, so Dax reign in Dallas. Uh, and we're, we're, and we're about to get into involved into um, we're about, about to get involved into Andy Dalton a little bit though too, because Andy Dalton was a, is another player is a, is another person you know just like that just like Carson just like Kirk Cousins you know they invested they invested a lot of time in towards these two all these players that have his name right. everybody's invested time into Andy Dalton's situation was that. Cincinnati was trying to rebuild. Cincinnati wanted to go on a rebuild, and they lost AJ Green for that entire kind of kind of coming down to the entire season. Basically, they lost AJ Green, and that was his top wide receiver on the team. And and Tyler Eifert was couldn't all. I mean, Tyler Eifert and Andy Dalton couldn't get the job done in Cincinnati to win them some football games down in Cincinnati, though. Mm-hmm. So, my opinion of that is is that if you put this back, if you put that team together, they were they was comp- uh, they was compet- um, competitive that year. I mean, the year prior, they was very competitive. This team was never out of the fight when Andy Dalton was leading the team. So, with this team, with the Dallas Cowboys being ramped up and having everybody on their squad the way they do, you know what I mean? I think Andy Dalton could change the chemistry around there, though, with the new head coach. And this, do a better damn job than Dak Prescott. This, this the thing. Everybody's seen back when Andy Dalton was in Cincinnati. When he has the weapons around him, oh, he, he he's a great quarterback, no doubt about it. Yeah. Let's see. Before he left, before he left Cincinnati, his career record was 70, 60, 71, 60 with two ties. That's his career record when he was with Cincinnati. Correct. So he was over five hundred as a starter. Correct. His only thing that was that's a blemish on that is his playoff record, which is bad. He Correct. was zero. He was zero four. That's bad. 
Correct. His total his QBR in the playoffs, his total rating is fifty seven point eight. That's not good. Hell no, not, that ain't great. That's not good at all. With only one touchdown and six interceptions. That's in the postseason. Right. Now that so that proves that proves that both of them together share one common thing. They both suck at the playoffs. <laughs> that is true too. Now, so what what I'm not going to take away from Dak is more accurate and has a better skill set and a better arm than Andy Dalton. I give him that. Do you but really think that? Do I, you? I do. I do. <laughs> Dak, I'm gonna be honest. Dak is more accurate. If you look at their career in percentages, short passing game, in no, the short passing game, yeah, that's short Andy Dalton game. could go longer. That that's short passing game. But if you really tally up the career stats. Andy Dalton's completion percentage is 62 and a half. Dak is 65.2. That is that is true, but why did Dak get all them? Why did Dak get 65%? Because he threw the short pass game. And they were going hey, they were going across. But in the to be honest, at this record, point at, at this point in time, a completion is a completion, whether it's short, medium, or long, it does not matter. But Andy Dalton could go long on his passes and complete maybe about 49 of his passes downfield. Dak long down too. Sure AJ Green. Now, Dak when he doesn't too. have AJ Green in the game, his completion rating downfield is go. It drops tremendously. It drops down to 20 percent downfield. Okay, but Dak can throw the long ball too. If you don't, if you don't believe me, let's recap the game in the first game against Dallas when we played us. When they played us, Dak had Amari Cooper downfield. Of course, but he had a thing, but that, but that wasn't even that. We got burnt. But it wasn't even by Amari Cooper. It was by another wide receiver that's really not even Michael relevant. Gallup. No, it wasn't even Michael Gallup. It was another guy. I think his name was Holland, Mac Hollins or something. It was yeah. another guy. Yeah. He caught a pass on Josh Norman deep touchdown. So what, that what X factor was in that? It don't matter. Even though it's Josh Norman, everyone, everybody can beat Josh Norman. Hell. Exactly. But at the same time. It don't really make a difference. We had our best defenders out there, and he still and they still got through. That is true. That is true. So that can, so can throw the deep ball, just because like Andy Dalton. Out for his feet, he can run the ball too as well. Yeah, that can maneuver in that pocket. Andy Dalton Andy can Dalton too. Got similar feet a he little can, bit. Though. He can too, but he's not more mobile than Dak. No, he's not. No, Andy but, Dalton is more like a, a Kirk Cousins. He's on the sneaky. With it. Yeah, yeah, because you got to watch out for because the defenses now defenses around the league know that you got to watch out for uh, Zeke in the backfield, and you got to watch out for Dak in the backfield. It's almost like an RG three uh, Alpha Morris like, type of yeah. yeah it's like, it's the same offense. It's the same exact offense. Now, the th- now another thing that they share is that they both have to now learn a new offense under Mike McCarthy, right? But at the same time, who's going to have the better advantage? Because if you look at it, Dak Prescott wants this big old contract. Right. Right? right. Now, Jerry Jones has in his back pocket a backup quarterback that he only had to pay $7 million. Correct. So when you look at it, which, quarter, which quarterback do you think you're going to lean towards more? A quarterback that wants all this money or you want an established starter that you pay dirt cheap with $7 million on a one-year deal. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah, it was a one-year deal Got that you, you signed him for $7 million. Right. That can come in and be the starter just like that can. So right. who do you think they're going to lean to? I think they're going to lean towards getting uh, 
they're gonna lean towards Andy Dalton. So don't get it like don't get me wrong. Dallas has the weapons now, especially with the addition of CD Lamb. Exactly. They have the weapons now. Now that, you have it. Now you have a quarterback that's proven that when he has weapons, he can be on fire, which is Andy Dalton. Dak can do that. Okay, here's the advantage. Dak knows the team besides CD Lamb. Exactly. Andy Dalton don't know has been in the league has been in the league for a while longer than Dak. Yes, he he's been in the league since 2011. Dak right. just came in 2015. 16. 2015, 2016 season. Yeah. So what that's saying is, is this. I am a, a, a established starter. Dak is getting his feet wet still. But he knows the team. That's the only thing that we got to say. Dak knows this team. In exception of C.D. Lamb. But both quarterbacks going to get a chance to work out with C.D. Lamb, though. And both quarterbacks going to get a chance to see what C.D. Lamb is capable of. So this is what I'm going to tell you. This is what it's going to boil down to. But wait a minute, but though, but we'll, uh, we're going to take a brief, brief commercial break here, people, um, on a real sports show um, following up with Financially Toned. So enjoy this commercial break, everybody, on live on the show. Hey, y'all. It's Tony. I'm here today to tell you about my small business called Financially Toned. Financially Toned provides bookkeeping services to small service-based businesses who are looking to free themselves from the stress and confusion of dealing with the books on their own and who want to devote more time to other things like growing their business, traveling, or spending time with their family. We provide full bookkeeping services, which includes accounts receivable, accounts payable, payroll. We also provide cleanup services and QuickBooks setup. If you're interested, please reach out to us and let us know how we can help. You can reach us on our website at financiallytone.com. You heard it here first on The Realist Sports Show. All right, everybody, we can't coming back on live on the show. Uh, we're wrapping up the factor of um, Andy Dalton and Dak Prescott going forward. So go ahead and say what you was about to say, D. So what is going to boil down to as far as the competition? Mm-hmm. They both got to learn a new offense or whatever. So it's going to boil down to who can pick up the offense and who can best run the offense. That's what right. it's going to boil down to for Dallas to determine who's going to be their starter. But the right. only thing advantage is with Dak is with them with him signing that franchise tender for thirty four point one million dollars. Obviously, they're going to lean towards Dak to be the starter because I've never seen nobody that's getting paid that much money sit on the bench. Right, and I agree with that though. So if you give Dak the contract, you know what I mean. If you give Dak the contract. Of course, he's going to start day one. But that's really up to – this is really up towards um, Mike McCarthy's idea of what he wants for his system, what he wants in his team, and how he wants to run the team going forward. Are they going to be more passing team or are they going to be more of a running team? Now, we've seen what he did with uh, Aaron Rodgers when they Which, won their first Super Bowl. And that, told, and that tells you what type of offense he wants. He wants more of a passing offense. Mm-hmm. So you got two good quarterbacks that can pass the ball real good with mm-hmm. weapons. So it's gonna come out to the competition of who's the better quarterback. Mm-hmm. 
So at the end of the day, I'm gonna take Dak over Andy Dalton, and we're gonna just see where it goes forward with that. I believe that's what it's gonna be. So, all right. So now we're gonna jump in towards uh, our next <laughs> competition battle up here. Um, we're going with Dwayne Haskins versus Kyle Allen mm-hmm. for the Washington Redskins quarterback position and battle that's going on right now in D.C. So we have a young stunner, Dwayne Haskins, who only had a half a season to start. We have Kyle Allen, who has played basically an entire season under Ron Rivera. Well, not un- he hasn't played an entire season under Ron Rivera, but he has an entire season underneath his belt, though. So we can't exclude him out of the conversation of that he has an entire season underneath his belt. So I'm going to kick this one off, D. Go ahead. With Dwayne Haskins. I like Dwayne Haskins. I really, really like Dwayne Haskins. I think he has potential to grow. I think he has potential to um, get better. He has slimmed up in the offseason. You know, um, his accuracy is looking pretty dominant right now. I think you need to give him a weapon, another weapon besides his former uh, his former Ohio State wide receiver, which is, um, uh, shoot, Terry, uh, Terry McLaurin. Terry McLaurin. And um, I think you need to give him a little bit more weapons to see what he got on his team. Now, with that being said, Dwayne can be a top-notch quarterback one day in the league. He can do a lot of different things that the league has never saw before. Dwayne's, Dwayne Haskins' approach to the team right now is that he's more of a pocket passer and more than he is a run threat on the, team, on the um, offensive side of the ball. So if... Washington can get him a front line that will protect him in that pocket long enough for him to get the ball downfield. I think you're going to see a threat on that field with Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. So I just believe that he just needs an offensive line. I think that he needs to trust that offensive line, that he knows that the offensive line is not going to break down midseason or going into the uh, last little bit of the season. I think he can win – a few he can win a couple games this he can win games this year it because he's he he's a he's one of the best things I've seen he's one of the best pocket passes I've seen coming out of college like Tom Brady like Tom Brady is in the NFL and just like Aaron Rodgers is a little bit nowadays in the back in the pocket we don't see a lot of pocket quarterbacks today we just see a lot of mobile quarterbacks but in the same aspect of Brett, though, is I'm going to say that Dwayne, get him a front line. Go ahead, D. Yeah, all right. So, don't get me wrong. I like Dwayne Haskins, too. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it when it boils down with adding Kyle Allen to the team, that's a big-time insurance policy. <laughs> I like that. reason why I say that, because say, like, okay, day one, Dwayne Haskins is a starter, right? Right. Okay, say, okay, it's the start of the season. We're playing the season. Dwayne gets hurt. You right. have a backup quarterback that can jump right in and keep the ball rolling because he already knows the offense. Correct. Now, there's another aspect to this as well. 
that actually Cal Allen already knowing the offense is an advantage for him to be able to, to take over the starting quarterback job. Right. Because for one, you gotta think about it. Ron Rivera already has a person has a quarterback that knows the system and he also he could trust him because they just played a whole season together. Correct. Now, Ron Rivera don't know anything about Dwayne Haskins. True. But only thing that comes out is that Dwayne, when it came to the, the video meetings and stuff that they were having, they said mm-hmm. he was picking the offense up just like that. So that's a one thing that's great that he's picking up the offense and he's knowing what coverage is what and how to break this down and what you're supposed to do here and whatever. That's great. Now he has to translate that knowledge onto the field because he still has to learn this offense. Just because you get it, just just because you get it in the little classroom setting or whatever, that that doesn't mean anything. You have to show that you grasp that knowledge on the field, right? So, like I said, Cal Allen has a leg up on Dwayne Haskins because he already knows the offense. So when he comes in, he already knows how to run it, what to do, this and that. But the only thing that Cal Allen has to worry about is getting to know his the receiving core. But see, even with that, even with that being said, Dwayne knows the the the, the ins and out of this team. But he knows where the flaws are at in this team as well, too. Now you can watch film work all day long. You can watch all this all day long. But with this new system that they got coming in on board, it's gonna be kind of pretty similar to Cal- uh, Carolina's offense. But it's going to be way different, though, in a sense, because I don't believe that they're going to just bring the the, the playbook uh, from Carolina up here and have everybody in the league know what they're going to do on the field. No, I don't believe that. And I know you don't believe that neither. So what I'm saying is, is that this playbook is going to change tremendously. This playbook is going to be added with new plays, new uh, schemes, new everything on this playbook. And with him picking up the plays, like you said, with Dwayne picking up the plays now, he's going to be ready for that changeover too as well because they're going to run basic plays in the preseason and then they have to get ready for the day one when they play the Philadelphia Eagles starting day one in the, in the regular season. It's already a slippery slope once you come out the gate playing the Eagles again so at the beginning of the year. It is. But like I said, it would, it would, it, I'm telling you, the way I see it, as far as we know, the last quarterback that started was Dwayne Haskins. So right now, he's the starting quarterback. Correct. So it's going to be his job to lose, but at the same time, he if he want to keep that job, he needs to be very precise with the way he throws and everything. Because right. you do have Kyle Allen breathing down your neck. And you know, with Kyle Allen breathing down your neck, though, for a minute, let let's really say this though: Is Kyle Allen really a threat? Threat? Is he really that much of a threat to Dwayne Haskins being with his pocket presence and with his little bit of mobility that he has? Yes, Kyle Allen is a little smaller than Dwayne Haskins. Yes, he is. Um. Dwayne still has lost a lot of weight, but he's more toned than he was before he came in the league. So I would have to tremendously take last year as he was out of shape last year 
and take this year and yeah. of him being he a was, starting quarterback. He mm-hmm. was two. He was two thirty one when he got drafted. Now he's right. what two eighteen, two seventeen yeah. now. Yep, yep. Something but this there. is but this is another thing too. You had to factor in mm-hmm. from the time Haskins started, he was terrible. Yes, like each he was. game he was getting better and better towards the end of the season. He was getting better and better until he got hurt and couldn't play the last game. Right now, Kyle Allen when he was in, he played phenomenally through the season. But when he got to the last few games. He fell off. Yes. He had 10 turnovers, eight fumbles, two interceptions. That was after the coach or, Rivera left. Or, or, or it was eight fumbles. No, it was eight fumbles, two interceptions. No, it was two fumbles, eight interceptions. I'm sorry. That's what it was. Um, But still, that was all after coach Rivera left. I know, but still, he had a downfall. Mm-hmm. I think the entire team had a big downfall after Rivera left. So now it's like, okay, he's in Washington now. Now we, it's not. I'm. I really don't see this as being a real quarterback competition, to be honest. Because I think mm-hmm. Dwayne's gonna have the job, and it's gonna be his job to lose. But I, w- it wouldn't be a surprise if some way somehow Kyle Allen sneaks it out and wins the job. I wouldn't find it tricky that they don't do the same thing they did to Jason Campbell that year. Well, you had the pressure on his back the whole entire season, though. And you you do the same thing that you did with him, which is you put Mark Brunel in the backfield. You had Mark Brunel on his team. You had Sexy Rexy on his team. And you had, what, uh, Patrick Ramsey as his backup quarterback for Jason Campbell? And we all knew Patrick Ramsey's MO. We all knew how he plays on the field. And Jason Campbell stepped in and took the spot. But he got um, – Somehow, some way, I think he got injured or something happened to him, and Patrick Ramsey took over in the game. So I want to know: Are they going to do the same thing they did to Jason Campbell, or are they going to do? Are they going to treat this the right way in DC and let that boy start and let that boy finish the season and this see is, and we'll see where we go from there? This is what I see. I see that he, like I said, he's going. I see that he most likely will be the starting quarterback. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is going to what's going to happen is they're going to see how he does. Right. If he if he doesn't produce anything during the season, then of course you know they're going to yank him, and then right. and then Cal Allen's going to start just like they had to do with Case Keenum and Colt McCoy and all that. Well, we but knew. We, well, well, well. Let me say this. Let me say this. Case Keenum, we knew what his ammo was when he left from Denver. We knew what his ammo was when he left from Minnesota. When he was in Minnesota, he had that lucky pass that went down to Minnesota. That was the that was the Minnesota miracle down in Minnesota. We all knew that ammo. We all knew what happened in the next game after that. He got demolished in the after the Minnesota miracle. He got straight demolished in the next playoff game. When he went to Denver, he got straight demolished in the in Denver. Okay, he had two. He had a new start in Denver where he was the starting quarterback in Denver, and he completely got ran over in Denver, which is why Denver made the choice of going to get Joe Flacco as their starting quarterback in Denver. Came to Washington, and he gave us a, a better chance of winning than the rest of the quarterbacks that we had on the squad at the time frame because Wayne was still learning the new system. And we all know that we – and as any Redskins fan will tell you or know for a fact that – we all wanted Dwayne Haskins to learn a new system. We wanted him to learn the system first 
and then play the next year. We was not trying to keep Case Keenum on the team. We could have took, took the we could have took the drought season last year. We can understand that drought I'm season bit, last year. I'm gonna be honest with you. This is how the quarterback option could have been played for the Redskins. Honestly, okay, you bought in Keenum. Fine, whatever. Right. What should have happened was Colt McCoy should have started. Correct. He should have started ready. the season. But he wasn't ready. Now, I believe he was ready, but they just wanted him to be cautious. I believe he was ready. They just want, like I said, they wanted him to be cautious. I don't believe that because when but the season prior to that, McCoy played so scared on that field. No, he I, got I, hurt. He got hurt this. He got hurt this I, before this season. He got hurt before I know. the season before. What I'm saying is, when we that had that on, that nasty quarterback carousel that I right. don't want to talk about. But look at the way he played in that game after um, Alex Smith went down. Look at how he addressed the media after the playoff, after that game, Alex Smith went down. He came into a game and he played tremendously scared throughout the entire game that he was playing. And of course he was going to play the, he was playing it and got hurt because he played so scared. Now the Colt McCoy that I know for a fact, the Colt McCoy that I know that played prior to that one game where I think uh, where we needed him in the game before and we went up against the Dallas Cowboys in the game before that and mm. we actually won that game when Colt McCoy was in the game. Mm-hmm. That's the Colt McCoy I need to do. I need on that team that year. I needed the Colt McCoy that wasn't scared to throw the ball downfield. I needed the Colt McCoy that wasn't scared of a defender coming at him and throwing the ball or running the ball or doing something along them lines. I needed that same Colt McCoy back on the field. The Colt McCoy I seen in the 2018 season of football was scared. The the Colt McCoy I seen last season was still scared to play on that leg. He was still scared to go on the field. He He wasn't the same person that left 2017 wide let, open. Let, 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 let's be a hundred. Let's be for real. Okay. You got to think about it. You, you're saying this, and I get you. But at the same time, when Colt McCoy broke his leg, it was the same season he took over for Alex Smith. Correct. You do, re- you do realize that, right? Correct. Okay. Now, when he broke his leg, I was against Philly. I didn't know that he broke his goddamn leg. But I thought it was broke- in Dallas. No, it was in Philly when he broke his leg because Mark Sanchez took over in that game. Okay, facts. Okay, okay. It, it was against Philly. He broke his leg against Philly because mm-hmm. he was limping off the field when they were showing the um the pre the post game. He was limping into the locker room. He ain't had no cleat on or nothing, but he was limping into the locker room. I guess one of was against Dallas, but anyway, either way, no, still, that wasn't against Dallas. Case Keenum started against Dallas. Okay, 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 okay. No, but you know. That's what happened. He broke his leg, blah, blah, blah. Then we had that nasty quarterback. No, you know what? It wasn't Case Keenum. I'm sorry. He started in Dallas this this past season. But the right. season before that, that's when they had Josh Johnson. Right, right. Now, so, I believe that the Washington Redskins should have kept Josh Johnson on the field at least for another season while Dwayne was getting developed. And like I said, still, you could have got him for a cheap price, cheaper price than you got Case Keenum on the field. I think mm-hmm. that we were playing so damn stupid and the quarterback carousel that we had last year because Josh Johnson had an injury that nobody knew about that year. 
at the end of the year it came out that the facts that he had the little injury coming at the end of the game like that season or on the, he was playing injured in the games that he was playing but you still could have got him on a cheaper price than you what you what you had on the field as a case Kenny you signed him three years and then you got rid of him after after the first year in the game. And you got rid of him because you wanted the starting quarterback, which is Dwayne Haskins, to start. Now, with that all being said, is, is this. With Case Keenum, you knew you wasn't getting a fine-tuned product. You knew that going into the season that Case Keenum could not lead this team to greatness. You, We all knew that. Mm-hmm. He could never lead this team to greatness. We mm-hmm. knew that Colt McCoy was not going to be the leader of this. I mean – I had faith in Colt McCoy. I really did have faith in him. Don't get me wrong. I had a lot of faith in Colt McCoy. A lot of faith. But even still, Colt McCoy was not going to get the job done. And we have to know that as fans, that these teams, that these players that we that we put on the field wasn't going to get the job done. Even though we had all the weapons around them, we built an entire roster around everything of a physical weapon. The head, the 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 most important job on the field was not ready to play, and that is the quarterback position was not ready to play. The left tackle position was all uh, up in the air. Trent Williams went out for an entire season, and that was a debacle. Now we have no more distractions on the team. Now, how does this team move forward? Mm. You understand what I'm saying? I got you. How does this team move forward with no distractions now on the team? You have a left tackle that's not a distraction anymore. You have a quarterback carousel now with uh, Kyle Allen and Dwayne Haskins being one is going to be your starter and one is not going to be your starter on the game, in the game. And even if Kyle Allen does prove that he is ready to start in in the game one situation like that, you still have to prove that you're ready to play against a physical defense in the Philadelphia Eagles coming in game one. You understand what I'm saying? Right. You have to still prove that. And if you don't prove that you're ready to um, that you're ready to start against a physical defense like the Philadelphia Eagles are, then you're not ready to start at all. And I think Dwayne Haskins with him having one shot at the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, and he did almost a damn good job. He had a shot at the Giants, and he did a damn good job against Danny Dimes, even though they lost the game and he got hurt. You understand what I'm saying? This season was not, you know, this season wasn't a a a real good. It wasn't really good last year. Really wasn't. Right. It was nasty. It was ugly. It was distractions all around. With this new cultural change going in there. Kyle Allen better suit up and get ready. With Dwayne Haskins being in the quarterback carousel too as well, Dwayne Haskins better suit up and get ready. He's young. They're both young. They're both ready. They're both geared up and ready to go. And if you you can give either one of them a shot and they're going to take it, and they're going to be – they should be ready to play football game one. Right. So in my own, in my own opinion, at the end of the day – Dwayne, like you said, it's your job to lose. And if it's your job to lose on the field, you better come ready game one. 
Because game one is going to really measure your intensity, measure your desires to play football going forward. Mm. Game one is going against a nasty-ass defense on that field. Philadelphia is going to come ready to smack your head off your off your shoulders game one. Philadelphia got speed on that defense. Philadelphia is coming hungry and more faster now on defense than ever before. They're going to come hungry. And with Doug Peterson already seeing some of the things that you do on the field, knowing that you don't really run that much on the field, you better develop new traits. Because if you don't develop new traits on that field going forward, then you're not going to be ready game one. Because when Philadelphia comes to smack you in the face the first time, you might be in job jeopardy then. Because mm-hmm. fans will be calling for his head first. So, right. Dwayne, I, I love you as a black quarterback, and I want to see you succeed. Even if you black, white, Puerto Rican, and Haitian, I wouldn't care. I want to see this. I want to see the quarterback succeed, and I want to see a quarterback on this team last more than three years. I want to see a quarterback on this team last more than five years as as, as the starting job mm-hmm. on his team. I want to see a quarterback last ten years on this team going forward. I want to see Dwayne Haskins make it past 10 years, just like Tom Brady did, right. just like Drew Brees did, just like Phillip Rivers did. To be All honest, on the same damn team for 10 years plus. This is what I want. No matter who the star quarterback is for the Redskins, I want either quarterback. I want both every quarterback on the team to succeed. I want right. us to have a better quarterback group than what we have had in the past years. Correct. This is all I want. I want us to get back to the old Redskins, the Super Bowl winning team Redskins. I want us to get back to that. Not saying we don't have the pieces because we have the pieces. It's just we have to find the right offense or defense or both to get us back to the promised land. Exactly. We we have pieces. It's not like we our teams are our team are bums. We have good players. It's just we got to get the right coaches that's going to be those coaches that would like Dig in your butt. Like, we need a coach like Herman Boone was to T.C. Williams. Exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. If you sit – when you put on that red skin uniform, you better become ready to play. Exactly. If it's a button, you better come ready to play. We need a team – we need a coach like that or Vince Lombardi, Joe Gibbs. We need coaches like that for us to succeed. Now, with Ron Rivera, he's well-respected. I I admire what Ron Rivera did. I love the the way he did what he did with the 2015 Panthers. They went mm-hmm. 15 and one, right? One of the, but that was on the, the back of the quarterback too, as well. Exactly. But at the end of the day, I love how it went. Mm-hmm. Now, if we can, I'm not going to say we're going to jump and be a playoff team <clears> off the break. No, it's right. not. We have to change our culture, and I believe our culture is finally changing. We finally got rid of the virus that's been in our front office forever. We finally Bruce got Allen. rid of him, which is Bruce Allen. We finally got rid of him. Now, I'm not going to lie. I hated the fact that he did what he did to get rid of Scott McClellan. I hated that. Right. Scott McClellan was the best GM we had other than Charlie Cassidy. Yeah. He did get us good players. How you think he was the reason why we went to the playoffs in RG3's first year? Correct. Because he got a group of players to come to play 
and we had a miraculous season. Yeah, we did. Now, once again, like I said, we have Ron Rivera here, and I'm happy to the fact of how we have it now because now Daniel Snyder gave up rights and was like, look, this is your team. You run this team. But you know, Daniel Snyder, like I've told people before, if Daniel Snyder sits his ass down. I'm going to be, I get what you're saying, but to be honest with you, Reason why he did what he did with Ron Rivera because he know he finally knows now that he has a coach that can take over and he don't have to worry about putting his finger in anything. Exactly, but which even- is which is the same reason like he did with Joe Gibbs when Joe Gibbs came back with that little stint that he had. Joe Gibbs had control of the team, right? But, and it, them, but he only but, does that with coaches he can trust. Obviously, he was- couldn't trust John. He couldn't trust Jay Gruden. He couldn't trust. Uh, Jim Zorn. He couldn't trust all the other coaches we had. He couldn't. But trust Jim him. Zorn. But let me tell you about Jim Zorn. Let me get. Let me give everybody a brief history on Jim Zorn, though. Jim Zorn wasn't really that bad. You know what happened on the. You know what really happened and really changed the dynamics when Jim Zorn took over the team and J- I think it was Jason Campbell that was our starting quarterback that year. Um. See, you took away his play calling ability. You gave him two different play calls. You gave two different play callers, one up top, one at the bottom, and one on the sideline. I mean, three different play callers. It was one that called the play in the box up top. Then it was somebody relaying the message to the coach on the field. Then the offensive coordinator called the plays on the field. So he had three different people on the top of his helmet that was called the plays, and the plays got mixed up. And they didn't know what they were doing. They were all lost on the field. I think Jason Campbell's stint in Washington at the end was jacked up, and it was wrong. And if you'd have gave some free reign to uh, to Jim Zorn, you probably would have seen a little bit of a better product on that field if you gave him free reign. A little bit of a better product. It's not even just that. It's the fact of if he would have had the same offensive the same head coach or offensive coordinator throughout his years in Washington, you would have seen Jason Campbell progress way better than what he did. Because you got to think about it. Every year, every year, it was a new offensive coordinator or head coach. It kept switching every year. Four out of the five years, he had a different head coach or offensive coordinator. Exactly. Exactly. So him having to find – he learned one system, and he's doing that. And then the next year, he had to learn a new system. Yep. And he gets to learn that system, then he got to turn around and learn another system. Exactly. It messed up his whole career. So, with that, with that all being said, I think I want, I mean, I don't think I want the same thing for Dwayne Haskins. I want Dwayne to learn a system, stick with it, just like they did in Carolina with uh, with Cam Newton, because Cam Newton had an MVP year in, 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 in Carolina. You know what I mean? He had two MVP. He had rookie of the year, and he had an MVP year followed up with that in Carolina because he knew the system and he knew the players on the team. Mm-hmm. Now, if you give him that chance, Dwayne Haskins that chance, he will make a difference on his team. He's a good pocket passer. He's a good, not great, good pocket passer. And Ohio State uh, coach even um, said the same damn thing. You give him what you need. Give him what he needs on that field, and he will do damage. That's proven. Exactly. K 
Kyle Allen, you still got some ways to go to progress on the field. You still got some ways to go to progress on the field, but you need a. But if you really want a day one starter, Dwayne Haskins is your man for right now in the Washington Redskins organization. Well, it's all going to be. We'll all see when training camp and everything starts, because from far as I know of, everything is still on time for the NFL season to start off. Everything except is still for, on time, except for the um game. The Hall, that of, got postponed. Yeah, the the Hall, Hall of Fame, Fame game, game got postponed for next year. Right. Right. So right. now, not only that, it was the Hall of Fame game and the enshrinement. So now, 2021, you're going to have a Hall of Fame game and you're going to have two classes getting enshrined together. Exactly. And I'm ready for that. So we don't know who's going to be the class of 2021, but the class of 2020 and class of 2021 going to be enshrined in the, into the hall together. It, and that is so very, 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 very much so true. Now, so um, we're going to switch gears and switch a little topics here. Um, Josh Gordon's name has came up a lot. Antonio Brown's name is coming up a lot. Mm-hmm. And Colin Kaepernick's name has just came up with the Detroit Lions organization. Right. So, we're going to start with Josh Gordon being the number one candidate for the Washington Redskins organization if he gets reinstated to come to Washington. How do you feel? Yeah, yeah. well, let me start this off. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Take it away, baby. Take it away. <laughs> you remember the, the season Josh Gordon had in Cleveland when he had over 1,600 yards? Yes, sir. Guess who his offensive coordinator was that year? Who was his offensive coordinator that year? Our offensive coordinator now. You talking about uh, what's Scott it? Turner? Yep, that's our offensive coordinator now. Yes, it is. So true. that shows you that Josh Gordon, if he does come to the Redskins, for one, he has a system that he knows. Mm-hmm. For two, he know he has a system that he can thrive in and produce in. So I would love. I honestly, I would love for Josh Gordon to come to the Redskins. For one, it'd be a cheaper option. Mm. It would be because mm. nobody. It's going to be. I'm telling you, it's going to be. Nobody's going to pay him the big bucks. I'm telling you, it's not going to happen because they want to see how he acts. You can say it's going to be. It's going to be. It's going. But AB is is. AB hasn't had the track record like Josh Gordon. Actually, with the past two seasons, (sighs) I know, I know, I know, I know. But with the past two seasons, AB has had a track record now. Okay, that's the past two seasons. But he doesn't have the track record of Josh Gordon with all these failed drug tests and everything else and suspensions and all that other stuff. Okay, facts. Facts. So, once again, AB <laughs> will be a more expensive choice. I'm trying to tell you. Okay, okay, uh, okay. So, you talk Josh about Gordon be- would be the more Josh Gordon would be the more cheapest option because they're gonna, it's going to be like a, a cautionary deal with him. They're not so going to you- give him boatload of money. They might give him maybe a year, maybe about two million, three million. So, that. so what you're trying to say is you're gonna pay A B top dollar, you're not gonna pay Josh Gordon top dollar. Be honest with you, I wouldn't even honestly the way that I'm feeling with the Redskins, honestly, I understand he said he wanna see what type of talent his receiving core got. I get it. But I'm gonna be honest with you. Have them receivers that's on the squad is not really going to be on the squad. They'll probably be on the practice squad, but they're not going to make the actual 53-man roster. Facts. 
So you're going to need receiver help. But the thing is, as far as our salary cap, we got to figure out how is it, you know, how is that going to work? Because if you decide, say, like, okay, they do get A.B., what are you going to pay him? I wouldn't pay him no less than $10 million, a, $10 million for one year. Okay. Now, if you one get Josh Gordon now. Two years, $10 million. Now, Five if million you now, if you get Josh Gordon, you can get him a cautionary deal, like a like a veteran deal, like a veteran's deal, or maybe you might give him a million or two, something like that. So you try to, to give get, him the AP, you try to give him the uh, AP deal. It's not giving him an AP deal. It's just a precautionary thing. Because who is going to dump a bunch of money into a receiver that has had a trouble off season? Well, okay. You know what I'm saying? I, like, I, don't get okay. me wrong. He had a chance with the Patriots, and he messed that up. Okay, so you said you said a receiver. What about a running back that had off season troubles and got paid money? Which is who? What Zeke? Peterson? Zeke. We ain't even gonna talk about that. Zeke. Hey, you know, only reason. Only reason. Only, <laughs> only, reason, only reason why they gave Zeke that money because he wanted to keep Zeke on the team. And that was stupid because you had other people that need to get paid before Zeke. Zeke was not that important. Exactly. So you could let Zeke. Zeke could have stayed in Cabo, Zabo, <laughs> Negradamus, whatever. But but you understand my you catch my point though, whatever, right? You catch my drift on that, right? Yeah. You, you you really catch my drift on that. And the car bell sounds the same way. Ding 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 ding. If you're going to be willing to pay Zeke with all this off trouble, in, um, all this off season um, problems that he had in off season and got suspended for six games out of the season. Mm-hmm. Not, no, now he didn't fail a drug test. No, he did not. But he did um, have a lot of off season troubles and they still paid this man more than more money than he was well deserved. You know what I mean? But in the same aspect of breath, though, is I would give Josh Gordon. The same thing I would give uh, AB ten million dollars, mm. five million dollars per year. That's little money compared to what he was really worth when he was playing in the season. I mean, he was playing in the game for real. He was really worth thirty-four million dollars when he was playing in the game. Thirty-four million dollars for six. I mean, thirty-four million dollars. Uh, you know, yeah, that's roughly good money for four years or whatever the case may be. Is but you know, his, his money, his money would have grew. His money could have grew. And I see why you say give him a cheap deal, a precautionary deal of $2 million. Yeah, I can see that, though. But his talent on the field was phenomenal, even though he was high as shit. But his talent on the field was phenomenal. So I will pay you for your talent on the field and not pay you for your talent off the field. I can lose the easily $10 million. Easily, I can. We can lose the easily $10 million just for paying him. Or we could lose easily $5 million that year if we had to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be fully guaranteed money, though. That's what I'm saying, though. You don't give them a fully guaranteed $10 million. You give them $2 million guaranteed money to go forth, but I'm going to sign up for 10 hey. years, though. Give so you say, so basically, you saying, so you said $2 million, you said two years, $10 million with $2 million guaranteed, and the other one he's going to have to get with incentives when he, for however he produced on the exactly. field. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, you I can see that. Perform. You have I, to perform. I see that, but that don't necessarily mean that they're going to give him that. And we're talking about Josh Gordon. Here. That's true. I mean, that is very much true. 
but in the same aspect of breath double is, is that like I said, you give A B 10 million with his offseason troubles, you pay that man, you get that man five million dollars guaranteed money, and work off that next season after that for the rest of his five million dollars. He has to work for it. And then we'll see how it goes from there. If you get the top dollar, if you get uh, close to a top dollar the next season after that, if mm-hmm. you remain on the team after that, if you produce on the field, if we get you on the field and you produce well, then we'll talk about getting you maybe $15 million the next year round. Or we'll talk about getting you maybe $25 million the next after two seasons to see what you do. But mm-hmm. in the same aspect, the breath though is, is that, you know, we can lose $10 million and still gain that back in a heartbeat. We can gain that money back. Mm-hmm. Because you put in there, you put stipulations in his contract. You have to perform on the field. That's one. You have to perform off the field. That's two. You have to get keep getting help off the field. That's three. And then number four is, is that you will have to continue to get piss tests after every game for two seasons straight. And we'll bounce that. We'll take care of that off. the. Um, we'll take care of that. Uh, the piss test after every game, after every game you play or whatever the case is, you, you get piss test or whatever the case may be is. Then we'll work on maybe making that every two games. We'll make it worth every three games after that and see how you go from there. Mm-hmm. If you know you're getting pissed it's, and do it randomly, you know you're going to get pissed at after every game, but there's weed out there, there's K2 out there that doesn't show up in your system at all, period. Mm-hmm. So you can still be doing the same drugs or whatever to have you and still getting high off the field smoking K2, but when it comes down to um, piss tests, it's not effective. Mm-hmm. You understand know what I'm saying? It's not right. effective. Because you don't know what the test for when you're smoking K2. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying the dummy's going to go out there and smoke K2 all the time frame and get high all the time frame. No. But what I'm saying is, is that if you want to play in the football, if you want to play in football, stop smoking weed. Mm-hmm. And for AB's pre- uh, predicament, stop doing ignorant shit off the field. And which leads me to another running back that had a problem with his fist who beat up somebody in the hotel room, used to play for Kansas City, now playing for the doggone um, uh, Cleveland Browns, running back Kareem Hunt, just got pulled over for almost damn near with, with an ounce of weed in his, in his bag, in mm. his car. You st- and then you talk about you still learn from your situation. You still learning from the issues that you had off the field or whatever the case may be is. But how are you learning? And you had an ounce of weed on you, bruh. You already on probation in the NFL. You have to do better. Yep. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. You have to do better. But the thing is, do they really learn their lessons after the first time? Obviously and- not. If you're still doing the same stuff. Right. How many chances is the NFL going to give you? How many times are we going to give you a second chance for you smoking weed on and off? I mean, you smoking weed off the field. Mm -hmm. So that means you haven't learned your lesson from off the field actions. You still smoking weed off the field. You understand what I'm saying? Lay off the weed, as my boy Stephen A. Smith would say. 
lay off the weed. Well, obviously, people, obviously, professional football players or professional athletes, period, can't do that. So, well, then they're they're going to find themselves without a contract. And your talent on and off your talent on the field will be overshadowed by your uh, actions off the field. Nobody's going to look at your talent anymore on the field no more because they're going to look at what you're doing off the field now. We're not talking about Kareem Hunt that had a thousand yard season anymore. We're talking about Kareem Hunt the troublemaker now. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So why are we talking about the Kareem Hunt that had a thousand yard season with the Kansas City Chiefs and should still been the Chief and should have had a Super Bowl ring that year when they won last year? Why are we decided, talking about that anymore? Because he decided to go outside of his character. Exactly. And- now, we have another person that, like I said before in this conversation before, Colin Kaepernick has just gotten a, uh, is potentially, there's a potential landing spot for him in Detroit. But Matthew Stafford, another quarterback carousel here, Matthew Stafford has already developed himself as a starting quarterback for the Detroit Lions. Now, how would you do that with Chase Daniels as the backup quarterback for the Detroit Lions? Well, for one, I don't believe Kaepernick is going to wind up going to Detroit, to be honest. Right. I don't see it happening. He might wind up a charger, if anything, because they definitely need a starting quarterback. I would love to see. So I'm not even going to speak on the Detroit thing because that's just a rumor that it said he could be a landing spot there. But one thing about Kaepernick, he going to want to have talent around him. You got to think about it. The last time he played, he had a receiving core that had Randy Moss included on it. So he's going to want talent. And San Diego has the talent. I mean, well, excuse me. Los Angeles has the talent. (laughs) They do have the talent. They do have the weapons. They do have everything that they need to go forward with. But at the same time, in the in the same instance of in the same time frame, in the same instance of breath, though, is that are you going to make sure that he's well protected from the defense? The defense. Mm-hmm. Can this man still play football? Is the real big question. With all the speed that's coming out of the draft these year, this these past three years, the speed has changed in football. And they say when you get out of a sport for so when you've been out of sports so long, things have changed. The speed has changed. The development has changed. The dynamics has changed. The way you study for a playbook has changed now. Everything has changed in around the NFL and around every other sport too as well. But the number one question is, can Colin Kaepernick prove the theory that everybody is putting against him? Can you handle that speed coming from the defense? We should see. You won't know until you actually see on the field. Exactly. But first, it has to start with the team giving him a chance. So far, the Chargers have given him a chance. So far, um... So far, Detroit has given a, a rumor that they might sign him. So we shall see. But to end this show on a uh, on a uh, funny note, did you know 
that Peyton Manning, when Mike Shanahan was here, because there was a lot of talks about that too when he was in yeah. Washington. Yeah. Peyton Manning was really open to come to Washington and be the starting quarterback in Washington. Yeah. And I, that, I was so disappointed. Because <laughs> <laughs> we could have had one of the all-time greats as the starting quarterback for Washington Redskins in 2012 to whereas they didn't even have to go get RG3. Whoa, 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 whoa. You could have still took RG3 in the first round, but you could have let Peyton Manning train him on the field. That's true. But you got a at that point in time, I'm just, think, I'm just thinking about it. You, but oh, you still could have had a two-for-one deal, though. But you got to look at it, too. Compared to the two seasons, when you look at it, 2012 and 2013, Peyton Manning threw for almost, if not 10,000 yards in two seasons. RG3 threw for, like, over 6,000 in two seasons. This is so true, though. But look what Peyton Manning did in two seasons that RG3 didn't do in one season, and that tried to do in one season. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. But I still believe that RG3 could have developed way better under um, Peyton Manning than he did in, in than what he did in Cleveland when he got hurt in Cleveland twice and when they shipped him out towards um, Baltimore. Now he's the backup quarterback. And Peyton Manning still has rings on his finger. That's the only difference. Peyton Manning has rings on his finger. RG3 does not. Mm-hmm. But I believe that RG3 could have got a ring with Peyton Manning's help, with Peyton Manning's reading of the offense. Just like I believe that they should have never fired uh, J- Jamison Winston because he could have learned from Tom Brady and came about the next season and balled out the next season after this. Yeah, but he could have learned. Didn't ha- that didn't happen that way. But he still could have learned from one, one of the great quarterbacks, which is Drew Brees, so. Exactly. It's still, it's still playing that it still played out the way for him anyway. It it did. It did. And it still is. Now, there's two potential quarterbacks that's still out there right now that does not have a job and they're still fighting for a job today. Cam Newton is one and Winston is two. No, Winston has a job. He's the back quarterback in in with uh, the Saints. Okay. So and Colin Kaepernick is another one, I should say. Yeah. So, so Cam yeah. and Colin, where do you see them landing at at our last topics? For Colin, I'm going to say Saint, uh, the Chargers. Mm-hmm. And for Cap, oof. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm just going to say it. Both of them should go to, to the Chargers. I believe so, too, because I think they're both ready to go. And I think that would be a damn good – uh, quarterback duo or a damn good quarterback battle in LA. That should be a damn good show in LA. Mm-hmm. So, um, so with that all being said, everybody, we want to thank everybody for listening to the show tonight. Please stay tuned for next time for next show. We're going to talk about straight women topics for the WNBA. We're going to cover all women. We're going to cover some women's sports that are out there on the next show. So I hope y'all want to stay tuned to that show and, you know, get our perspective on some women's sports out there 
And, you know, we're going to try to break this up and divide it into and divide and conquer both sides of the playing field, women and men's sports on the show. So stay tuned because we got a lot of, lot of, lot of debates that's going to go on the next show in the women's sports division. DJ Curry, you got something for him? Stay tuned. <laughs> that's all you got, man. That's all you got. Yeah, that's all I got, brother. You just gonna tell them to stay tuned. Stay tuned. Stay to what? tuned. And we really appreciate y'all. That's it. You know. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and everybody, please hit that support button for ninety nine cent, four ninety nine, or nine ninety nine. Everybody, um, please hit that support button. This show has also been brought to you by Mendy and the WFTDA Women's Roller Derby Sports. Um, going forward. We'll have more topics for that. Uh, we'll have more ideas and more things to tell y'all about Mindy and the WFTDA coming up on the next show, everybody. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for giving us all the love and the support on the show. We're going to carry it out with her again. We're going to take this show out real good. Y'all been a good audience. DJ Curry. Yo. Mark, aka the vet. This has been another edition of the Real Sports Show, y'all. And we out. And we out. All right, we out of here, y'all.